years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Well, 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 well. We start today's show with a gift. A gift? Yeah. Somebody mailed us a gift. What do we got? Well, because I didn't see this yet. Well, let me let me read let me read the note first. Let me read the note first. Because there is a little background to this gift that somebody mailed us. By the way, if you guys ever want to mail us stuff at the station, we love it. Yeah, absolutely. It's always nice getting prizes. Hi, Mikey and Bob. Listened to your toilet show a few days ago. You can use this if your wife drops another driftwood down the toilet and walks away on you. (laughs) Now you will be a silent poop ninja. Good luck, Wayne C. Okay. Um, I believe it was last week, maybe on the show, I was telling a story how I was trying to unclog my toilet at 4 a.m. because my wife clogged the toilet the night before and walked on it and just left it clogged. (laughs) And there's only one toilet that I use in the morning. So at 4 a.m. I was trying to silently unclog a toilet. Wayne C. here, though. Uh, says I will now be a silent poop ninja, and I can use this that he mailed me. It is a poop knife. What a gift. It's wrapped in plastic. What a gift. It is, what would you say that is? Probably like a 10-inch. Yeah. It's a 10-inch yeah. blue. I believe it's, I don't know what it's made out of. Oh, let me look at the back here. It looks like it's almost plastic, right? Uh, never to be mistaken for a box opener again. This poop knife is one of a kind made from metal reinforced silicone. It is strong, hygienic, and easy to clean. Guaranteed not to turn into a rusty poo stick. Wow. You can now be a samurai of the porcelain poo-poo platter. A thought-out poop knife. Yeah, so uh, Wayne uh, listened to the show about about my difficulties of trying to silently unclog a toilet with like a plunger at 4 a.m. It's Uh not an easy thing to do. And uh, there you go. Now, I've heard that people have these. I mean, maybe not as fancy as, as me with an official poop knife. But I have heard, and I think we've talked about this on the show before, where people have some sort of knife. Right. Or just some sort of uh, piece of metal. And if it won't flush. Yeah, that they use to basically not unclog the toilet, but to basically slice to avoid a clog. I'd never heard of it until, I don't know, maybe a year ago, I think we were talking about this on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, man, I'm... I mean, official. I'm official now. So we always love when people mail us gifts. Sometimes it's serious. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's a poop uh, poop knife. (laughs) little poop knife. I don't know if that is a serious gift. Either way, <laughs> I'm ready to unclog toilets now at 4 a.m. Thank you, Wayne C. You want to give a fog warning there, Bob, for safety? Fog! All right. High today, 80 degrees. There is fog this morning and a chance of a scattered shower uh, this morning. I was up late last night, 
uh, texting with uh, legendary WTAE uh, anchor reporter Sally Wigan. Oh, my. Uh, I have already texted with Sally this morning. Late, uh, late me, night Wigan. Me and Sally Wigan, I'm telling you, are developing quite the friendship. Uh, like, we've been friends for years with Sally Wigan, right? But I think me and Sally are about to take our friendship to the next level. Uh, I made a mistake. Uh, you ever, like, uh, text the wrong person, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I can text people from my MacBook. So a lot of times, you know, it'll just have the list of people that I've recently texted. So I'm texting Sally Wigan, thinking I'm texting my brother. Oh, no. And I was going to tell my brother, like, this could have gone a lot worse than it did, trust me. I was going to tell my brother, I said, hey... Uh, you can bet on who's going to be the next uh, Superman and who's going to be the next Batman. I'm like, I just put, you know, some money down on who's going to be the next Batman <laughs> and Superman, right? Yeah. So I just send him the text. That's the background. I send him the text. Put some money down on new Batman and new Superman. <laughs> Feeling good about this, right? Yeah. Sally Wigan just responds, I love superheroes. <laughs> Like she, she's like, I love all the Marvel movies. I love superhero movies. And then she starts going into like, you know, who's her favorite Superman and who should be the next Superman. Wow. And she's like talking about Batman. And she's like, by the way, I also have no idea why you're texting me this. And I'm like, don't, don't worry about that. Cause immediately when I said it, I'm like, oh, sorry, Sally. I said this to the wrong person. And she's like, oh no, superheroes. You want to talk about Batman and, and Superman? So me and uh, Sally, uh, we we text for a good forty five minutes about uh, like Marvel movies last night. That's impressive. And then this morning, Sally Wigan is about to board a plane, and she is texting me about Captain Marvel. Oh, you she know, saw the uh, yeah the trailer, the trailer came out for that uh, yesterday with Brie Larson, and she's just so me and Sally Wigan are texting about Captain Marvel's powers this morning, and I'm telling you. I think, uh, you know, me and you usually go see the Marvel movies when they come out. I think Sally Wiggins in with us now. Like, I think we have, I feel like we have to take Sally Wiggins to go see superhero movies. Yes. Whether it's DC or Marvel, yes. I believe it's going to be me, you, and Sally Wiggins now when we go to uh, superhero movie premieres. What a combo. I'm excited, though. I was like, we were talking, we, we were texting about Black Panther, and I'm like, Sally, I know we're friends, but we're taking it to the next level here. She has seen Black Panther, uh, I believe, three times and Wonder Woman four times. I mean, Sally Wiggins, superhero. All in. <laughs> she is. So I'm excited about it. Uh, by the way, is tonight uh, Chronicle? Yeah, yeah, tonight is. Uh, Sally Wiggins does these specials on WTAE called uh, Chronicle, where she takes, you know, one subject and really, uh, really does uh, months of research and filming and shooting for this. There is some sort of Pittsburgh outdoors theme to her chronicle tonight. This is 10 p.m. on WTAE. We have already played the clip of her, but I'll play it again here real quick. Sally Wigan catching its rainbow trout, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Fishing with mm -hmm. former Steeler and uh, great outdoorsman Brett Kiesel. This is Sally Wigan fishing with Brett Kiesel. I, wait, wait, wait a minute. What am I doing? Well, how do I get it up? How do I get it up? Oh, oh, look at it. Well, wait, do I keep doing it until it comes out of the water? But well, how long do I do this like this? Oh, my gosh. Where'd it go? Are we going to put him back? I caught two. I just love Brett Kiesel yelling, Rainbow! <sighs> Rainbow! I caught two! I caught two! Woohoo! Woohoo! 
That is Sally Wiggin fishing with Brett Kiesel. It's Sally Wiggin in the Pittsburgh Outdoors Chronicle, 10 p.m. tonight on WTAE. Nate tweets us here. I left a little late this morning, had my windows down to clear the condensation off my windows, turned my radio up, and Bob was giving a fog warning for my entire street. All right, go ahead. Give everybody another fog warning, Bob. Fog! Cody tweets here. What would Sally Wiggin's superhero name be? Fine. Wonder Wiggin? Right? It's Wonder Wiggin. It's got to be Wonder Wiggin. Wonder Wiggin. Uh, let's try to make sense of uh, the soap opera that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Antonio Brown didn't show up for, you know, film study uh, and meetings on Monday. That was first reported in the Post-Gazette by Ed Bouchette and, uh, and Jerry Dulac. Uh, Drew Rosenhaus, uh, Antonio Brown's agent, mm-hmm. said Antonio had a personal matter. I talked to the team about it. His issue was unrelated to the trade tweet or his relationship with the team. Regarding the tweet that Antonio Brown uh, sent out, daring the Steelers to trade him, uh, his agent said the tweet was not in reference to anything other than Antonio responding to a person he knows. That, of course, was a former Steelers employee. It was not directed towards a trade or wanting to be traded. Any idea he was asking for a trade is not accurate. Trade? What trade? What? uh, Then, uh, yes, Antonio Brown uh, tweeting, trade me. (laughs) He was just goofing off on the buddy. Uh, Antonio's agent also responding to Antonio yelling with coaches on the sideline. That's not anything more than him encouraging his coaches and teammates to win. (laughs) Ha! This is a non-story and has been blown out of proportion. We can end this right here, right now. I mean, that's his agent who is directly tied to his money. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to say nothing to see here. We're all good. Protecting that money. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger on his radio show uh, was asked, of course, about Antonio Brown's uh, trade tweet. He said, I don't think he wants to be traded. It's just another reason why I don't do social media. Guys get under your skin and find a way to do it in an easy form to do it. But I don't think he wants to be traded. I'll talk to him tomorrow. Maybe I'll have a different answer for you after that. But I don't think that. I think it's just the competitor in him, a guy that's still fired up. I think he does enjoy being here. And then uh, Coach Tomlin had his weekly press conference. And by the way, everything that we said on yesterday's show that would happen with Ben and Tomlin and what they would say about AB yep. was absolutely 100% spot on. At one point, we even said, Ben, at some point, is going to remind everybody that he doesn't do social media. <laughs> social media, not me. No, no. And then I, Coach Tomlin kind of just, you know, blew things off, too. Uh, Coach Tomlin asked if Antonio Brown was there Monday. He was not. No, I'm looking forward to visiting with him today and discussing that and some other things. I'm not going to get into the details of why he wasn't here or whether he was excused and all of those things. Um, I just assume leave those things in-house. And then Coach Tomlin asked about the Antonio Brown uh, trade tweet. I'm not going to openly talk about a lot of things that occur in social media. You could be chasing that always. I will say this. Um, it's important that that we understand our position, uh, the light that shined on us and the responsibility that comes with it. Uh, yeah, okay, but listen, you have had, Coach Tomlin, this exact conversation with Antonio Brown how many, before. How, yeah, how many times now? You know, Coach Tomlin acts like things that are said on social media aren't real things. Like, it's some sort of imaginary world where there's no repercussions. You're like, you know how many people lose their jobs in this day and age, when they tweet something stupid or right, racist right. or yeah, yeah. something like that, like 
Social media is the real world. When you tweet something, it's like you're saying it to the entire world. But I love how Coach Tomlin is just like, that's a whole separate world. I don't want to get into that. Like it, It's not an imaginary world. If Antonio Brown tweets it, it's basically like him you know, saying it. And after Antonio Brown did the Facebook Live video in the locker room, you know, Coach Tomlin had this, like, sit-down conversation. And that was just like, okay, this obviously went too far. Right. This shouldn't happen again. Yeah. And here we are, second <laughs> week of the season, and it's happening again. And Coach Tomlin's like, yeah, I'm going to have a talk with him. Like, dude, you've already done that. Like, it's like you just talk to your kid, right? Your kid screwed up and did something. You had to talk with your kid. Don't do this again or you're going to be in trouble. And your kid does it again. And you're just like, well, I'm going to have to have a talk with him. I'm going to talk to you again. Just like, but what, but what do you do if you're Coach Tomlin? You can't do anything. Are you going to suspend Antonio Brown because no. he was yelling at a coach on the sideline? Uh-uh. Like, I get that people want that and they want Tomlin to be a disciplinarian. If the Steelers are 2-0, and maybe. I mean, do you also want the Steelers to be without Antonio Brown? No, that's the problem. Yeah, so I don't know what you do. It's only one person that knows what to do. It. It's Coach Cower. <laughs> Whatever Coach only Cower says. You can save us. <laughs> so, it's the only person who dealt with. Oh, there wasn't really social media when Coach Cower was coach. This is all. That's because social media was scared of Coach Cower. <laughs> Twitter wasn't even invented when Cower was coach. Facebook wasn't around. Mark Zuckerberg had it five years before it came out, but Coach Cower said no. <laughs> So Zuckerberg had to wait before he had Facebook. Not on Cowers. None of this stuff would be happening. Cowers watch. With Coach Carr. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. This Friday and Saturday night, live from Vegas, it's our iHeartRadio Music Festival. You can hear it 10 p.m. each night, Friday and Saturday, right here on 96.1 Kiss. Or watch it on CWTV.com or the CW app. You're going to see Justin Timberlake, Carrie Underwood, Imagine Dragons, uh, Kelly Clarkson, Sean Mendez, Logic, uh, Panic at the Disco, Jason Aldean, Mariah Carey, and more. Friday and Saturday, uh, 10 p.m., our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Mark Saltzman, who uh, worked on the the crew of Sesame Street, Mm -hmm. of course, the uh, popular children's program, Back since 1984, um, said that Bert and Ernie are gay. He was doing an interview. He said the duo is a reflection of his own same-sex relationship and not about pushing an agenda. He says he based Bert and Ernie on his relationship with film editor Arnold Glassman. Mark was Ernie. Arnold was Bert. Of course, there's always been questions on whether the Muppets, Sesame Street puppets, Bert and Ernie... Um, are gay because they have lived together for, I believe it says 49 years here. Forever. Even though they do sleep in separate beds. So that comes out. You know, this guy who worked with Sesame Street, it's just like, that's it. Uh, Let me just end this right now. They're gay. Done deal. A spokesperson for Sesame Workshop then had to come out and release an official statement. As we have always said, Bert and Ernie are best friends. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends with those who are very different from themselves. Even though they are identified as male characters, 
and possess many human traits and characteristics, as most Sesame Street Muppets do. They remain puppets and do not have a sexual orientation. Well, I mean, you can't say puppets don't have a sexual orientation because, like, uh, Kermit and Miss Piggy are married. That is true. Right? So wow. that's wrong. Wow. Listen, I'm a big fan of the Muppets, but that 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 statement is just straight up wrong. Like, you can believe it or, or not if Bert and Ernie are gay, but saying puppets don't have a sexual orientation that wasn't is well a flat-out Sesame Street Muppet lie there. Yeah, not, not thought out there. Because I saw in a Muppet movie Kermit and Miss Piggy get married. Take that. Everybody was there. Take that. I mean, my man saw Big it. Bird was there. They're all there. Everybody was there. So you can't say that Muppets don't have a sexual orientation. Think what you want about Bert and Ernie, but that is a straight-up lie. Frank Oz, who has uh, been a longtime puppeteer for Sesame Street, done so many uh, Muppet voices over the years, said, It seems Mr. Mark Saltzman was asked if Bert and Ernie are gay. It's fine that he feels they are. They're not, of course. But why... Well, why that question? Does it really matter? Why the need to define people as only gay? There's much more to a human being than just straightness or gayness. I take it back here, because I know there's people in the Muppet uh, community, in Sesame Street community, that are just saying, like, they're just puppets. It doesn't matter. Kermit and Miss Piggy got married. I saw it. So stop saying, like... They can be in a relationship. They can be in a relationship. There is straightness and gayness to puppets because Kermit and Miss Piggy were straight because they got married, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. so hilariously stupid <laughs> and so amazingly 2018, right? <laughs> uh, the Emmy Awards from uh, Monday night. Uh, just about 10 million people watched the Colin Jost and Michael Che hosted show. A new all-time low for the Emmy Awards. Uh, the Emmy Awards have not brought in more than 12 million viewers now since 2014. Our award shows just going to be gone soon. Yeah, I feel like all these award shows every year is just like, oh, a new low. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you look at even something as simple, not even a serious award show, like the MTV Video Music Awards. Like, used to be such a must-watch mm-hmm. things you're going to be talking about the next day event. Now it's just kind of like, eh. Yeah, I'll I'll check out a couple of gifts on Twitter, and that's a you know about it. Like, what are the? What, I mean, that almost goes back to just like you don't even have to watch TV shows live. You know, like what? Why tune in? Why watch? You can see anything that's important or anything that happens. Do you think like 10, 10, 15 years down the road, like the Emmys and the Oscars will just be something that like Netflix or Amazon buys, and they're just like, hey, we're streaming the Oscars on. Uh, on Netflix yeah, tonight probably. Or, or something like that, probably. where they will just be like, okay, we've already stole all the eyeballs from the networks. Let's take their big award shows now that obviously not a lot of people are uh, even watching. Uh, Julie Chen, uh, host of The View, officially left that show yesterday. The View? Did I say The View? Isn't it The Talk? The, the Talk. Is it The yeah, Talk or yeah, The yeah. View? What's no, The View? A, uh, the View. Wait. Oh, the view is is the view. The view is ABC. I mean, right? they're, they're both basically the same thing, except one CBS. The talk one, is CBS, right? ABC, That's the yeah. one Julie Chen's on. Yeah. All right, so Julie Chen uh, left the uh, the talk yesterday. Here was her message. I have been at the talk since the day it started nine years ago, and the cast, crew, and staff have become family to me over the years. But right now, I need to spend more time at home 
with my husband and our young son. Yeah, uh, her husband, Les Moonves, of course, it's been uh, widely reported he was forced to resign from CBS in the wake of several women coming forward to accuse him of past sexual uh, misconduct. So I've decided to leave the talk. I want to thank everyone at the show for the wonderful years together. I will always, always cherish the memories we shared. Most important, I want to thank you, the viewers, for allowing me into your home every day. We're going to get tears here? Is she going to cry at some point here? Well, this is so heartfelt that she didn't even show up in person to do it. She, like, recorded a video. It was a privilege that I will forever be grateful for. To everyone behind the scenes, I send you my love. I will miss you all. Very, very much. And there she goes. Julie Chen. Uh, a very forced cry. Goodbye to the uh, talk. She's still going to be on Big Brother, though? Or, I guess. Or? I don't know. How's that work? All right. Well, there's been your entertainment corner buzz sleaze. Uh, right now, let's get to today in Freak Show history. Brought to us by Moe's Southwest oh, welcome Grill. welcome to Moe's. Here we go. Today in, in Freak, Freak Show, show history. history. Today. years ago we take you back this happened in altoona there was a cookie thief box of stolen cookies turns into felony charges for a blair county man man felony charges cookies? for stolen cookies this box of cookies cost three dollars and 49 cents but for one man mm. it's costing him his freedom wow it's a popular belgium tree and in the u.s grocery stores carry a small selection only two boxes of Kim's raspberry cookies were in stock at this martin's grocery oh. store belgium man raspberry cookies wanted them so bad limited edition <laughs> that you, you put them down the pants police say james kaler stuffed a box of cookies down his pants at Martin's on East Chestnut Avenue and tried to walk out. Crotch cookies, really? They're like $3 cookies? You had to crotch them? Police say an employee confronted Kaler after he paid for other items, Mm. but not for the cookies. How would you feel about that person, you know, rigging him up? He's he's buying all this other stuff and be like, are you going to pay for the cookies in your pants or do I I have to call the cops? Are we checking out the crotch cookies too? Saving them for later? Do you need me to scan down there? Did you want to feel the cookies? <laughs> Got the scanner gun, just scanning. <laughs> scanning the guy's zipper. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're going to have to bring that out so I can get the barcode, sir, because <laughs> me just scanning your crotch isn't working. Uh, can you do me a favor, sir? Can you lay on the literal <laughs> conveyor belt here, crotch down, and just kind of scoop back and forth? I'll start the belt, okay? And then we just we go right over it, okay? <laughs> is, that, is that okay? Like, how bad is that? gonna sound when you're in jail with with the other inmates you know what are you in here for murder what are you in here for crotch cookies all for three dollar crotch cookies that's out of altoona uh brooke tweets is here i turned on my radio to you guys saying crotch cookies what did i get myself into it's just the show yeah you you should all know by now what you're into good morning Nothing should surprise you at this point. You all know what you're getting into when you turn it on. Crotch cookies. Cody tweets here, this might be a little too controversial to cover on the show, but the Baltimore Orioles are wearing Braille jerseys, and the Facebook comments are epic. It's worth the time to just go through them by yourself. Did you see that, the Baltimore Orioles? I don't know what game they're doing it, but for a game uh, this season. By the way, they're like the worst team in baseball. Worse than the Pirates, less people going to the games in Baltimore than are actually going to Pirates games here. I think they wore them last night. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they wore, like, uh, you know, Braille on the back of their jersey. So instead of their names, it just had, like, the Braille, you know, like, 
bumps, the circles yeah, or whatever. Yeah. The letters, yeah. Like, who cares about that? Who cares? I mean, good for them. Nobody's paying attention to their games. It's good for them. You know. Good for them. It's a nice thing. Facebook comments, though? I don't know. Right, give it a little tickle there, Bob. We'll see. I do know we have uh, Bert and Ernie uh, Sesame Street Facebook comments coming up on the show this morning. Those are ready to go. <laughs> Those are good. Those are good. Uh, let's get down to Florida. Always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. It is time for another Florida story. Here we go. Oh, Attention oh, all oh, listeners oh. of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. Oh. It happened again. It's, it's another Florida, Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, just almost every day, it seems like something weird's happening down in Florida. This uh, on a street in Jacksonville. Only in Florida. That's the kind of start I like to hear right there they, like the news knows they what do. florida stories they are do. now right only in florida yep. new video tonight shows a man driving a jet ski all right nothing wrong with just driving a jet ski right out on a lake maybe uh-huh. out on a river sure. you know maybe on the coast there you Not know driving florida. a jet ski nope, nothing nope. wrong with that why is this an only in florida story somebody driving a jet ski on the road in jacksonville take a look at oh, this God. this happened okay he's driving it on a road in jacksonville <laughs> Around 12.35 this afternoon on Normandy Boulevard, First Coast News viewer Bethany Parker captured the video. It's unclear how far this man traveled on his uh, jet ski there. Driving down the river. Okay, now these are the people who took video. It's, uh, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a dad and his kid there watching a guy. Uh, like on a highway, riding a jet ski. The jet ski has wheels on it or like I, a I real motor? Somehow... Like he's actually flying on a jet ski, right? Yeah, he converted it to some type of motorcycle. Of course he did. The kid's just saying, those go in the water. The uh, kid just seeing a jet ski on the highway. That goes in water. Well, welcome to Florida, kid. You got a lot to learn down here. This comes a month after another man was seen steering his motorcycle with his feet oh, yeah. on a Jacksonville highway. Oh, yeah. Let's say it again. Only, Only in, in Florida. Florida. Oh, my goodness. Only in Florida. I remember uh-huh. we covered the Jacksonville guy. He was on his motorcycle but, like, leaned back in his seat and was steering, <laughs> back. steering with his bare feet. But now in Jacksonville, you have a guy that's just flying down the highway. On a jet ski. Uh, did he, like, convert the jet ski? Like, put, like, a, like wheels on Look it? Look at him go. Watch. watch, watch, watch. Oh, so he's got, I mean, like, he's wheels. Zooming. Dude, he's flying he's on a zooming. jet ski. Yeah. No, he doesn't have wheels on it, dude. <laughs> There's no... I don't see wheels on that. <laughs> I can't see it. Okay, I don't even see... It's like a Sea-Doo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even see wheels on that. Unless they're very small. How he's is going he, so fast. How is he flying that fast so on a fast. jet ski? Uh, okay. He must... Listen, I know jet skis run on gas, right? Yeah. This one has to run on meth. That's the only thing. I mean, that's it. Not only does some of the people do the hard drugs down there, I'm pretty sure he sprinkled a little meth (laughs) in the tank, and then the jet ski was just like, hop on, it's time to go. (laughs) We're going on the highway. Florida making the show once again. Try to make some sense of what is uh, going on with the Steelers. Uh, everything changes on a daily basis here. Um, Monday, Antonio Brown did not show up for team meetings and film review. Coach Tomlin was asked if AB was there Monday. He was not. 
No, I'm looking forward to visiting with him today and discussing that and some other things. I'm not going to get into the details of why he wasn't here or whether he was excused and all of those things. Um, I just assume leave those things in-house. Uh, Antonio Brown's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, said Antonio had a personal matter. I talked to the team about it. His issue was unrelated to the tweet or his relationship with the team. So nobody knows uh, what was happening with Antonio Brown where he couldn't show up for team meetings and video or whatever right. on Monday. It might be... Uh, it might be a family issue. Who knows? And with a lot of these things like this, you don't want to just be like, well, he tweeted, trade me, and then he didn't show up Monday. Maybe, and then, hey, maybe he had diarrhea. Well, listen, I think then he, he's got to tell his agent, Drew, I've been on the toilet all morning. I just, I can't. And then I believe AB's agent then has to tell Steeler Nation mm-hmm. and Coach Tomlin, hey, AB's got the squirts. I know this is bad timing with the trade tweet. And Not, nothing to Fittner, be ashamed. No listen, shame. A, AB's got the runs right now. He's not going to make it. It's just, it's just meetings and film, though. It's not like he has to practice. I feel like you go to – you go – you go. Maybe he didn't want to spread the Rhea. True. What if it's catchy? Uh, about Antonio Brown's trade tweet, his agent said the tweet was not in reference to anything other than Antonio responding to a person he knows it was not directed towards a trade or wanting to be traded. Any idea he was asking for a trade is not accurate. Coach Tomlin addressing his tweet. I'm not going to openly talk about a lot of things that occur in social media. You could be chasing that always. I will say this. Um, it's important that that we understand our position, uh, the light that shined on us, and the responsibility that comes with it. That's not that important because you've had this exact same talk with Antonio Brown before. So don't try to tell us it's important because it's not important because we've gone through this after the Facebook Live and Live. It's not important. It's not important. I'm focused on real legitimate things, okay? Yeah. Seriously. Um, you know, we haven't won a game yet. <laughs> you know, those, <laughs> those are the real things. Yeah, but you had to have this like talk with them about social media before I so this like, isn't the first time i feel like tomlin doesn't think like social media is a big deal and like it's not like people pay attention to like what people say yeah i think like, he just kind of plays everything on look dude, i'm focused on real things just well like, well and i think when ben talks about it too ben just throws his hands in the air and he's just like i don't do social media but that doesn't mean that your wide receiver is not tweeting right. about uh that doesn't mean it doesn't you exist. Know, being traded tomlin says he's gonna meet with uh, antonio privately i guess he did that yesterday you know i may or may not provide details relative to some of the things that you guys are asking i just want to stay focused on what's real and what's important our preparation and ultimately our play this week and um, not only ours collectively but his included uh he was asked about antonio's past social media issues uh, there's been a couple of instances now uh, where you've asked me about antonio regarding some social media like things yeah. i'll address that and dr- address that very directly with him but i'll leave that between he and i i'm not going to utilize this form form to address mm-hmm. such things i just don't believe it's a- appropriate I-, I think that this form is a very professional one yeah nothing came out of uh, what coach Tomlin had to say about Antonio Brown yesterday as uh, we told you was not going to happen same thing with Ben Roethlisberger he was on his radio show yesterday and he was asked about AB's trade tweet he said I don't think he wants to be traded just another reason why I don't do social media uh, guys get under your skin find a way to do it in an easy form to do it but I don't think he wants to be traded I'll talk to him maybe I'll have a different answer for you but I don't I don't think uh, I don't think that I just think it's the competitor in him a uh, guy that's still fired up. I think he enjoys being here. So nothing to see here. Everything is all good and okay with the Steelers. Coach Tomlin and Ben really don't do social media. Antonio Brown sure does, though. And he might have diarrhea. <laughs> I'm telling you. 
We say this so often on the show. When things go bad or there is some controversy, you invoke a diarrhea clause, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, we'll give Antonio Brown a break. <laughs> he had diarrhea on Monday. That's why he uh, he didn't show up for the film meetings. Uh, Yellowstone National Park. Where is that, by the way? What state is that in? I, I know I should know Wyoming? that. Wyoming? I feel like it's Montana. I think it's Wyoming. Uh, actually, we're both right. It's Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho. Uh, right. A little bit, a uh, little bit of Yellowstone everywhere there. Uh, Yellowstone National Park. We go to for this next story here. Park rangers in Yellowstone arrested a tourist after he walked onto the Old Faithful geyser. That's not good. You don't want to do that, right? You no. don't want to walk onto Old Faithful. And I think those geysers, isn't it like hot acid? Like some of them spit. Yeah, I they think spew like boiling water. Yeah, right or something like that. Like you can Melt really. You. That's why you don't, you know, go play on Old Faithful or something. And urinated into it. Oh. <laughs> Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, this just escalated. Oh, uh, this whole this just what? escalated real quick right here. Let's go back to the beginning. Park here. Rangers in Yellowstone arrested a tourist after he walked onto the Old Faithful geyser what? and urinated into it. Okay, he went into Old Faithful? Not Old Faithful. Like he was standing there and all of a sudden he just like, I gotta, I gotta go. To the go. Let me wander oh, out here. There's a hole here. Here I go. This is the Park Service! That's a Park Ranger yelling there? Kids! Yeah, this is a, this is not, a giant, not a giant porta potty, my man. No, it ain't a toilet. In front of hundreds of horrified tourists, last Friday, Rangers screamed at the man to get oh off the God. dangerous geyser known for spewing boiling water. By the way, I would not be horrified. If I was there, I would not be horrified. I'm like, I, I would just I would just be waiting. I would be taking video uh-huh. and just waiting. Yeah. Just be like, this is going viral. It's like he's peeing. I'd be like, please, yeah. old faithful, if you've ever needed to erupt your hot boiling water at the perfect time old faithful a little burst it's right now he's he's putting hot liquids in you and you need to spew some hot liquids back at him please old faithful let's go mother nature he appears to unzip his pants and stand over the steaming geyser's mouth this guy's completely insane right yeah he just gets over the barrier and starts Going to the bathroom in Old Faithful. The man even laid down and put his head into the geyser. Oh, come on, man. This guy this guy deserved to be injured, right? Who puts their head where they just went to the bathroom? Oh, that's true, too. The you've, never, you've never done that before? Oh, I do it all the time. They go to the bathroom, then you got to turn around and check, and sometimes you just get, get close. Yeah, get your closer head right look. There. Get your head Hello? Right Hello? Yep, that smells bad. Yep, that smells bad. I, I kind of thought it smelled bad, but I really had to get my head down there. Before walking back to safety. Hey, what's he doing there? Hello! <laughs> that was me. I just went in you. Bye-bye, pee-pee. Rangers have refused to release the man's identity or the charges he faces, but have confirmed the video is authentic. Yeah, there you go. Authentic video of a guy taking his pants off at Yellowstone National Park, going to the bathroom in Old Faithful, and then putting his face right down there. (laughs) Pee-pee, go down the hole! (laughs) Jenna tweets us, living in Akron, Ohio this semester for a clinical rotation. Morning radio is cringeworthy. Thank God for the Mikey and Bob podcast so I can actually enjoy my morning commute Pittsburgh style. Well, there you go. I don't know any morning radio in Akron, Ohio. No, I'm trying. No. I don't uh-huh. really pay attention to much other morning radio. But... Tony, you wander away, it can get sketchy, though. Uh, yeah, especially like Top 40. Like uh, like our station that just plays like popular music. Like, woo! 
Morning shows, top 40, things get really, they get really wacky real quick. Mm-hmm. Things get really weird. Prank phone calls and Everything. Fo- phone scams and all War fake. of the Roses, all that stuff. Yeah, we've been telling you guys for a year. Most, uh, most of the stuff on just about every top 40 station across the country is fake. All right, now let's get to what we do best. Naked people in Florida stories. Can't, can't fake that. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is time for another Florida story. Here we go. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. Oh, yeah. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it yeah. happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. And naked, too. Whoa! It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. All right, so we go down to Florida. Always weird things happening down there. This is also a naked story, which I believe this naked story is going to start a new streak, right, Bob? Uh, Yeah, this will be day two. Day two we're on. Okay, we're on day two. Two days in a row now we have had a story with a naked person down to Florida. We begin tonight with a story you will only see right here on Local 10 News. A woman was skinny dipping with a friend on South Beach when she was targeted by thieves. And those thieves took everything, including her clothes. I just moved down here 10 days ago from Chicago. Man, this this poor lady moved down to Florida for Chicago and already has been robbed of, like, her clothes and everything down in Florida. Because you were skinny dipping, And not being able to have this beautiful weather year-round, you and watching a sunrise, it's the most beautiful thing ever. That Sunday morning beauty got ugly for Melissa minutes later. Uh During the sunrise skinny dip with a friend, thieves took what they'd left just a few yards up on the sand. I mean, this story is about to get so much weirder, though, Everything was gone. My phone, my keys, my wallet. The only other people they'd seen was one of those only in South Beach kind of encounters. Two women, only one was dressed. Oh, hold on. Let me recap where we're at in the story right now. Lady moves from Chicago to Florida. She's right. been down there 10 days. She, yeah. has, she has a friend down there. They decide to go skinny dipping. Yeah, on the beach in the right? in the morning, like sunrise. Yeah, but they were approached before skinny dipping by two women who wanted to swim with them, right? Yeah. One of them was already naked. <laughs> what? Of course. Okay, then did the Chicago lady who just moved down to Florida think like, wow, I just saw a random naked person just walking around here. That sounds like a good idea. You want to get naked? And then they go skinny dipping. The naked one asked if we wanted to play in the water. And I, I mean, the naked one asked <laughs> if we want to play in the water. <laughs> Could you just imagine being on a Florida beach? And uh, two people walk up to you. One of them's naked. The naked one asks if Let's we want to play in the water. Let's go play. Come Listen, on. I almost feel like if a naked person asks if you want to play in the water, you almost have to play in the water because they're naked. They do not care at all. Like their level of caring and their level of sanity you gotta is, go. is just gone. If they want to play in the water with you, they're already naked. You got you to gotta be like, I'll dip a foot in. I'll dip a foot in for you if that's what you want. I said, no, thank you. And she's like, are you sure? It would be so fun. It would be so fun. I'm, I'm already naked. And I said, honestly, right? no, thank you. I'm good. No. I'm just enjoying I the mean, sunrise this morning. And she said, oh, all right. And continued on their way. Yeah, okay. You didn't question 
Wear your clothes? <laughs> no, man. Why are you naked? No. Right off the beach, Melissa finally met the good people of Miami Beach. First, a jogger right here who let her use a cell phone, and then... I mean, that's really nice. A jogger is like, okay, you know, because she's naked at this point, too, because she was skinny dipping, so, all right, use my phone, A sir. Miami Beach police officer. Now we have an officer involved. Who bought her clothing at this store with his own money. How nice is that? Good Florida Samaritan. The cop comes, buys her clothes with yeah. his own money because she's naked. And let her use his cell phone as long as she needed. So nice. I mean, you're really getting the full spectrum of Florida. The here. crash course in the good, the bad, and the ugly of South Florida yeah. is not scaring away this new resident. This place is beautiful. The people are beautiful. And unfortunately, there's some really Naked. Um, Naked. distasteful Naked. people in our society no. that you honestly can't trust. I mean, you were skinny dipping, though. So, I mean, you're down in Florida. You are a naked story how, down in Florida, too. How didn't she connect the dots that the, the, the butt-ass naked lady <laughs> stole her clothes? Well, the butt-ass naked lady had a friend, though, too, because I don't know if the and naked lady... And that friend lady... had clothes on! <laughs> okay. So she may have taken her wallet and everything <laughs> and uh, and stolen it because I don't think the naked lady's stealing all her stuff, right? Like she's putting it in her Florida fanny pack. It is Florida and naked people making the show once again. Are you ready for this? I mean, buckle up, everybody! Out of nowhere. None of this matters. Why do people even do this? This probably isn't even who the Steelers pick. It's mock draft time with Mikey and Bob. CBS Sports' Ryan Wilson has the 2019 NFL mock draft already! Mock draft! We're already mock drafting! After two weeks! Of an NFL season. This guy who writes for CBS Sports is like, listen, I not only know the draft order after two weeks, I know who these teams are picking. I gotta do a mock draft. I have some bad news, Steeler fans. The first mock draft of the season has these Pittsburgh Steelers picking ninth. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's missing the playoffs right there if they're drafting in top ten. Yeah. Uh, it says the Steelers haven't drafted this high since 2000. Uh-oh. This time around, they grab one of the draft's most athletic players and fill a need in the middle of the defense. The Pittsburgh Steelers select ninth overall, Devin White linebacker from LSU. Mock draft! Mock draft! After two weeks of the NFL season. Mock draft! The Steelers are picking ninth. Completely made up mock draft. Taking a linebacker from LSU. What in the hell is happening? What human being is wasting their time doing a mock draft right now? It's amazing. Uh, Burton Ernie. Let's get to uh, this. Mark Mark Saltzman, who uh, worked with Sesame Street in 1984, this is, uh, said Burton Ernie and Sesame Street, the duo is a reflection of his own same-sex relationship about and not about pushing an agenda. He says he based his Burton Ernie uh, characters on his relationship with film editor Arnold Glassman. A spokesperson for Sesame Workshop then had to counter that and say, uh, as we've always said, Bert and Ernie are best friends. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends with those who are very different from themselves. Even though they are identified as male characters and possess uh, possess many human traits and characteristics, as most Sesame Street Muppets do, (laughs) they remain puppets and do not have a sexual orientation. To which I say, I I saw a Muppet movie. And Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog got married. 
And like I know that now I think the Muppets are separate from Sesame Street because Disney bought out the still, Muppets and everything. It's but still, listen, it's all under the Muppet family. So you can't tell me that puppets don't have a sexual orientation when I saw Kermit Miss Piggy get married. Bert and Ernie gay? I mean, by the time they released that statement, though, the, the headline every place was Bert and Ernie gay. And then it was like Sesame Street says Bert and Ernie not gay. Yeah, yeah. Because puppets aren't gay or straight. Puppets are just puppets. To where I say, I saw Kermit the Frog marry Miss Piggy. Explain that. I know they dated for a long, long time. Explain yourself! And then we read the Facebook comments. We are going to a very deep, dark place on the internet. Uh It's time for 961 Kiss Facebook comments. Facebook comments brought to us by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Facebook comments on R. Burton, Ernie Gay, Valerie R. I'm sorry, but no gay guy would tolerate a unibrow. Bruce M., did anyone not see this coming? I'm 41 and I've known my whole life. I bet that rubber ducky has seen some things. Did Bruce throw out credentials? Uh, he he like, did there. Like, I'm 41. Uh, I know Bert and Ernie are gay. Bert and Ernie credentials? Rubber ducky seen some things. <laughs> Andrew P. Next will be told that Cookie Monster is a closet vegetarian. Roman S., I'm happy they're gay. Now explain to me why after all this money and after all this time, Oscar still lives in a garbage can. When is Snuffy going into rehab? And how does Cookie Monster maintain his weight? All right, those are legit questions right there. Where's your statement for those? Eddie R., here we go, ruining more childhood memories. FYI, I am openly gay, but would never get with Bert or Ernie. (laughs) But maybe Cookie Monster. All right, nothing wrong being gay for Cookie Monster. Nothing wrong with that at all. (laughs) Ray L. here, I don't buy this one bit. They always slept in separate beds. Yeah, but Rubber Ducky's seen some things. Yeah, right? Come on, man. The bath time is where lots of fun happen. They don't need to sleep in the same bed. The bathtub mm-hmm. was where the secrets came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teresa D here. These are Facebook comments on, I don't know, the notion that Bert and Ernie might be gay. Teresa D, this is crazy. It's a kid's show. My one-year-old granddaughter watches it 24-7. She doesn't give a rip about Bert and Ernie's sexuality. She only cares that they come on and they have Elmo or Oscar the Grouch with them. Stop it. I think the bigger problem is there is this one-year-old does not sleep and watches Sesame Street 24-7. That it may does. be more of an issue. Seems like a lot of Sesame Street. Sexual orientation of puppets. Oh, Christina boy. T., y'all know Mr. Snuffleupagus is a cross-dresser. Look at those long, luscious eyelashes. What are we doing here? <laughs> Snuffy? What are we doing in the Facebook comment section? Like, I know we should never go in the Facebook comment section, but we always dive in, right? Snuffy just putting on drag shows. All right, let's end here. Again, these are Facebook comments on, you know, whether Bert and Ernie are gay or not. Matthew J here, wine with this. Dear Sesame Street, why doesn't Big Bird wear pants? Wow. Wow. Okay, how many Muppets do wear pants? Elmo, How, Elmo doesn't wear pants either. Okay. Maybe we shouldn't be talking about the sexual orientation of Bert and Ernie. Maybe we should be questioning. You got a lot of explaining to do. Why none of the damn puppets on Sesame Street are wearing pants. I mean, Oscar the Grouch at least lives in a trash can so you don't see anything. But Sesame Street, 
Why doesn't Big Bird or Elmo wear any damn pants? 961 Kiss. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Steve tweets us here. I have Mikey and Bob playing through iHeartRadio and could barely hear what I thought was a song, but it was just Mikey singing about wet underwear. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. John tweets here. Sesame Street puppets don't wear pants because it takes place in Florida. I don't know if that's true. Can't confirm that. Justin tweets here. That might have been the best Facebook comment section to date. There are some legit Muppet questions that need to be answered. Like, get Oscar out of the can. I mean, really. We we aren't paying Oscar enough at this point to just get him in the apartment complex that's right behind him? I mean, how many years has Oscar been in that trash can outside? Move Oscar inside an apartment. Just doesn't seem right. Our friend Bobby tweets us here. I can't think of one Muppet who wears pants. Now, off top, I wasn't really sure. But then I had to Google it because I had a sneaking suspicion. The two Muppets off top that I could think of that wear pants. It's Bert and Ernie. <laughs> I mean, what are, we, what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, really think about it. So wait, did the guy who like was working with Bert and Ernie, who came out this week and is just like, yeah, Bert and Ernie are gay. I based them after, you know, a same-sex relationship mm-hmm. that I had. Did he consciously put pants on them for some for some reason? You know why do they have pants and nobody else does? I don't know. I mean, they're they're human like though, so maybe like the more a Muppet looks human, it gets to the point where you're creating a Muppet, and then you're just like, yeah, all right, this one looks too much like a human. But you you got to no, put pants on. If it. There's no gender or anything. What? I don't know. Why need pants? No, well, there is genders with with Muppets and puppets, right? I don't know. I mean, Kermit the Frog is definitely a a, a boy. Oh, yeah, Miss Piggy. A man and Miss... and Miss Piggy. Yeah, I mean, you know, Cookie Monster is a, a man, right? You know, the Count's a man. You can, you can tell that. What's well, Big Bird? That's the one that kind of leaves you thinking a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I looked it Something up. that doesn't need pants. No, I looked it up. See, the problem with, like, Muppets and stuff is that one episode, one thing sneaks through, mm. and then... It becomes the fact. It yeah. becomes the fact, because at one point, there's an episode of Sesame Street where Big Bird has his grandparents on, and they call him Grandsonny. Oh. Big Bird's a boy. Wow. Big Bird's a boy. Uh, what's Elmo? Yeah, what is Elmo? Uh, I think it says Elmo's a boy. I think we're good with Elmo's a boy. Yeah, Elmo's supposed to be a boy. There was an article written before. I don't why doesn't Elmo need pants? Uh, yeah, I don't know about that though. I don't know why the. Uh, why does Elmo like to be tickled so much? Well, yeah, there's a lot of questions going on here. Uh, Matt tweets here. I just remembered that they have addressed Kermit the Frog in books and episodes before as Sir Kermit, a title only given to males who have been knighted. Boom. Uh, Matt also tweets here, Miss Piggy's name is Miss Piggy, not Mrs. Piggy, but puppets have no sexual orientation. Uh, Bridget tweets here, the Count wears pants. Everybody knows that. That's true. The Count does wear pants, too. So we have the Count and Bert and Ernie wearing pants. Listen, this whole Bert and Ernie thing that everybody's talking about is not a big deal at all. Honestly, I don't even care. You know, it was funny for us to read some Facebook comments. But really, if we're breaking down the Muppets now at this point, 
The top thing should be where the pants at, right? Like we're past Bert and Ernie being gay. <laughs> like that that's just uh that's just whatever. That's that's things for people to get like fake who upset signs, about, you know, or who rage signs on off. Facebook, who, right? who who decides pants or no pants? Uh Bobby just tweets here, Gonzo is in love with a chicken. Oh god. That seems a bit aggressive. Is Gonzo a boy or a girl? What is Gonzo, by the way? Ava tweets here. Bert and Ernie are gay. Cookie Monster has diabetes. Snuffleupagus is on PCP. Oscar has depression. And Ernie is a megalomaniac. Isn't there a Super Gonzo, too? Well, there's a Super Grover. I don't oh, know. Super Grover. Yeah, I don't think up. it's Super Gonzo. But at, at some points, Gonzo does dress up in like a uh, a stuntman, basically, costume. And you know, fires himself, uh, yes, you yeah, know, yes, out yes. of a uh, cannon with a, on, a, on his motorcycle. Uh, you're thinking of Super Grover. I was though. thinking of Super Grover. Okay. Grover wear pants now. Regular Grover and Super Grover. Yeah. Is that the same Grover or are they different Grovers? Oh boy. Has anybody ever seen Grover and Super Grover in the same place before? Listen, Bert and Ernie being gay or not is just scratching the surface. There are a lot of questions that come when you start breaking down Muppets. Like, where are the pants at? Uh, somebody tweeted us, all the Muppet babies have pants. You know, like Kermit, Piggy, Animal. They're all wearing pants as Muppet babies. But then as adults, it's almost like they shed their pants like they shed like like snake skin or something. How didn't they transition into adult pants? I don't know. Listen, I feel like if you're going to put pants on Muppets, you would want them with maybe no pants as Muppet babies, right? But then put pants on them as they're an adult. I mean, think about it as a human. It's somewhat more socially acceptable for a baby to maybe just be wearing a diaper and no pants or anything like that. (laughs) Do Muppet babies need diapers? That's a different discussion right there. Do Muppets go to the bathroom? Why not just put them in diapers? Do Muppets go to the bathroom? I've seen so many Muppet movies. I love the Muppets. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't know an answer to that. Was there ever a bathroom break that you can recall? No. No. Oh, my God. Muppets don't go to the bathroom, man. If I, if they do, though, listen. How do you know they just don't do it off camera? Oh, my God. Uh, Boosie tweets us here. The reason Muppets don't wear pants is because they have anxiety pants shopping about pockets oh boy let's not do this again Mm-mm. all right we had this discussion last week on the show i'm not only they they don't wear pants they don't wear underwear either which is a whole nother topic do muppets have furry pockets oh is a God. whole nother what thing if they there, just though? have furry pockets <laughs> and they don't need pants that's what i'm thinking maybe maybe muppets can just store things in their fur so they don't really need pants Oh, like a granny that keeps her money in her bra. Oh, that's granny's pocket. Uh, okay, we were talking about this last week on the show, though, because I was having anxiety now that, you know, fall is coming this week and weather's getting a little bit chillier. I have pants shopping anxiety because it's so hard for me as tall as I am, six foot nine to find pants. And then we started talking about Women's pants specifically. 
work pants, jeans, you know, nice dress pants and everything. Yeah. How they don't have real pockets. They have fake pockets. Which we never really knew. Never really knew that it was so... Such a thing. ...difficult yeah. for women and girls to find legit pants with pockets. We take so many things for granted as as men, like pants pockets. Guys, you ever think about your pants pockets? Like you're, you just you're know they're special gonna be there. because yeah, no, everybody they're there. We all have pants pockets, you know, you multiple, multiple pants pockets. For women though, that's a whole different story. Are there no pockets or fantasy pockets that aren't? Real and open. Yep, Rachel tweets, got some new dress pants, wore them for the first time today, found out they only have illusion pockets. I mean, listen, I'm all for women's rights and Me Too movement and equal pay and everything like that, but I'm going to throw in with that too. Women's pants pockets. Uh, Mindy tweets, another crime of women's fashion our bathing suits. Oh, boy. Are we ready to even go down this? Are we ready to go? Like bait, bathing suits? Are we ready to go down this uh, wormhole, then? Why does the crotch liner in women's bathing suits collect a pound of sand? Nobody likes crotch sand, tweets Mindy. <laughs> Is this another thing here that guys really don't have to deal with? Now, listen. In guy's bathing suit... There's a liner. There is like a liner. There is like a mesh liner in there. But, you know, nothing stays in there. It's a mesh. I've, no, yeah. So, in women's bathing suits, is that a problem with women? It that just collects the sand? Is there like a... Well, there'd be no way... A crotch sand collection like basin? and Wow. There'd be no way for the sand to, you know, escape. Men's obviously, you know, their shorts, pants, you know, whatever. I don't know, man. I just, I didn't realize I knew so little about women's fashion, you know? I don't have these discussion with, I don't have these discussions with my wife. Maybe I should. It's nothing I ever think of. You know, maybe next time we're at the beach for family vacation next summer, I should be like, hey, do you have, do you have crotch sand right now? Hey, you want to take a time out? And will she look at me like, finally, after all these years of marriage, now you're going to ask me about my crotch sand? <laughs> Now you care? Yeah, I do. I didn't know you had crotch sand. I, my, my mind is blown by so many things here. From Muppets to women's crotch sand and bathing suits. I don't know. I mean, I, I know our show's all over the place, but it is extra all over the place today. Ladies, you got to deal with that? With crotch sand? Crotch I mean, sand? You already don't have pockets. Now oh. you got crotch sand? I'm, hey, on behalf of men, I am sorry, women. Uh, Kayleen tweets here. As to Muppets using the bathroom, this is all I know. And it is the popular baby Elmo gif of him dancing on a potty. Oh, my God, you're right. Elmo potty train. Oh, my God. Muppets have to go to the bathroom, or at least Elmo. Or Elmo's a lie. What do you mean Elmo's a lie? Do you think I Elmo won't believe was- any more Elmo? Do you think Elmo wasn't going to the bathroom when he was young and potty training? Do you think he was just doing it for the show? For Sesame Street? Maybe they forced Elmo to sit there. You think they told little Elmo, like, listen, sit there on the toilet. The kids that are watching are going to have to get potty trained at some point. I know you as a monster, friendly monster, 
don't go to the bathroom, Mm-mm. but can you sit on this potty and dance a little bit so the children watching will know that, hey, if Elmo can make bathroom and sit on the potty and dance, you can too. Oh. Wow. A lot of explaining to do here. Does Oscar the Grouch go to the bathroom in the can? Oh, my God, I'm going home. He's got to, right? Have we ever seen Oscar the Grouch's legs? No. Has Oscar ever left the trash can? Is that trash can just a toilet? Does he live in a toilet? Poor guy. Derek tweets here. Free Oscar. Pantsless Muppets. No pants pockets for women. What is the world coming to today? Uh, Natalie tweets here. The crotch sand basin is a real thing. Yeah, we got a tweet because we've been talking about women's pants pockets uh, for a week now on the show. We didn't know it was such a struggle. Uh, Yeah, we didn't know that women had such a tough time finding uh, nice pants that have pockets that are usable. It still doesn't make sense to me why they don't have usable pockets. We didn't know illusion pockets were a a thing. And now we've moved on to women's bathing suits, how they have a crotch sand basin, a basin that just basically traps sand. Uh, Candace tweets here. There's like an extra piece of fabric in women's uh, underwear and bathing suits in the crotch area. It's sewn at the sides, but not at the end. It's something to do with undergarments and having a softer fabric in the gentler areas. Okay. All right. That may be a little explanation there. And the sand gets caught up there? Uh, maybe. And it's just like a crotch basin right there. So to get like the, a different fabric. The crotch sandbar. Maybe there. It just, it's like a magnet for sand. Oh no. I am sorry. Listen. At the beach, oh. I did not know. I'm just out having so fun. Many, so many women were dealing with uh, crotch basins. Just having fun at the beach. Sandy basins. Melissa tweets here. Can we talk about how the removable cups in bikini tops always fall out and awkwardly roll up? I don't know. Can we? I mean, listen. We just talked about baby we're, we're Elmo here for you. Baby Elmo being coached on a potty. I think we're, I think everything's, I, there's nothing off limits right now. The floodgates have been opened. <laughs> Removable cups and bikini tops always fall out or, or awkwardly roll up. It's a thing that, that men don't even think about whatsoever. Never even crossed my mind. But that so many women probably deal with. There's all these little things, the man, cup, with the clothing. The I'm cups telling came you. out. I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. The cups can I come out. Know. I know. Like, I've done my wife's laundry before. They roll up Where on there's, you? like, a bathing suit in there. Yeah. And then, like, you get this piece of fabric that's, like, separate. And I see it. And I'm like, what? What does this even go to? And then it's, like, in the shape of the bathing suit top right and i'm like oh it goes it goes with that it's all just so confusing there's so many like rules and there's so many different things that we don't even think about i have never thought of a sandy crotch basin before angela tweets here aren't the muppets in sesame street puppets different do they lead totally separate muppet lives no set rules for puppets for pants and bathroom habits. Okay, so she's questioning, are they different and do they live differently? I say no, they are all under one Muppet family because I know there has been different times where there has been Muppet stream crossing. They've crossed, yeah. And like Sesame Street characters 
have been in Muppet movies before. But they don't wear pants when they go in the movies. Dana tweets us here. Removable cups are for wimps. Let the nipples be free. 96.1. Follow and tweet the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Jess tweets us here. There's a pretty good chance Mikey and Bob are on the FBI's watch list solely because of their questionable Google search history. I agree with that 100%. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Danny tweets us. I've always wondered if uh, Oscar the Grouch in the, uh, the Grinches... We're, we're related at all. Both are green and hairy. Both are mean and grumpy. Both living around trash. Uh, I don't know if the Grinch is part of the... I don't feel like he's part of that. But then again, I don't know. I mean, other than the Muppets and Sesame Street, you know, that's all the same family there. I don't, I don't know. Like, is Chewbacca on Star Wars? Is he a Muppet? <laughs> you know. Like if Chewbacca from Star Wars shows up to Sesame Street. Is he accepted? Yeah. Or do they look at him like he's an alien? Oh, God. Took one hit of weed this morning and this is what happens? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't smoke. (laughs) All right. Uh, I was talking to uh, Sally Wigan last night. Late last night, texting with Sally Wigan, of I course. Mean, late night text with Wigan. It's special. It should be its own series on WTAE. Uh, legendary WTAE anchor Sally Wigan. Um, I accidentally sent Sally a text last night. It was supposed to go to my brother, Jason. You know how there's probably going to be like a new Batman and I think a new Superman too, probably yeah, yeah. here soon, uh-huh. right? Um I texted my brother. I said, hey, you can uh, you can bet on who the next uh, Superman and Batman are going to be. You know? Like throw real money down. You could, you, yeah, you could, it's like a real thing that you can bet on. You can bet on, you know, different people you think are going to play it. You know, so I'm like, that's a real thing. So I basically text him, hey, you can bet on uh, Batman and Superman right now. But I sent it to Wigan. So Sally, uh, I, 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 as soon as I said it, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, Sally. That wasn't meant for you. My apologies. And she just writes back, no, include me. I am a superhero franchise freak. I loved Henry, was it Cavill, Cavill, whatever, who played Superman. He was dreamy. I'm so upset if he's not Superman. Christian Bale was the best Batman ever. He personifies the Dark Knight. Of course, I also have no idea what you're talking about. Unlocked Wigan. And I had no idea Sally Wigan was all in on, like, the DC movies and the Marvel movies and everything. So I just start going back with her. I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. The text wasn't meant for you. But I'm just like, I agree with Christian Bale. He was such a perfect Batman that much like Heath Ledger's Joker, mm-hmm. everything else is just going to be a disappointment from, from then. And I was like, Sally, I had no idea you were all in on all the superhero movies. She's like, I saw Black Panther three times. I've seen Wonder Woman four times. And then she says she goes on YouTube and watches like the, the Easter egg videos <laughs> to see things that you might have missed in the movie. Like, Wigan is Wigan, all in. Wigan's digging deep. I mean, we might, we might need to... Uh, we might need to just take Sally Wigan to the movies with us. Because a lot of times before the big like Marvel movies come out, me and Bob will go to like the press premiere of it. Yeah. It's yeah. just on a random afternoon like the week before it comes out. Right. right. So it'll be me and Bob and maybe 10 other people like that write for the papers or whatever like that. I don't know how we got included anyways, but it's awesome. Right. But 
we need to bring Wigan in on this, right? Because I am pretty sure I found a real superhero movie buddy in San Hey, Wigan. I feel like you need to ask Wigan about Muppets and Pants. And then just play it off like, oh, that was meant for my brother, too. If she doesn't, like, roll with you on Muppets and Pants. Okay, so you think... Well, hold on, because Sally Wigan was texting me this morning, too, at 5.45, because I think she was... And she was just continuing, like, our movie chat from last night. She was talking about Captain Marvel, because that trailer just came out. Oh, She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. About Captain Marvel. I'm like, uh-huh. man, Wigan is all in on this. But do you think I need to hit her with... Uh, do Muppets go to the bathroom and then wait to see what she says? And if she says something like what? I'd be like, oh, sorry, that, was, that wasn't meant for you, Sally. 100%. I feel like this could be a new game to play with Sally Wigan. 100%. Unintentional texting with Sally Wigan? Because listen. She's sim- like, I meant to say that to my brother. I'm sorry. A simple Batman Superman text to Sally Wigan now has me convinced I can't see a superhero movie in the theaters without Wigan now. Also tonight on WTAE. 10 p.m. Watch it live or set your DVRs. Do what you got to do. But uh, you know how Sally Wigan does those Chronicle things yeah, on WTAE? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Tonight, it is the Pittsburgh Outdoors episode of Chronicle. The Beard and Wigan. We have already shared a clip with uh, with everybody about this. Sally Wigan uh, fishing with Brett Kiesel. I believe she caught two rainbow trout. I, wait, wait, wait a minute. What am I doing? How do I get it up? How do I get it up? Oh, oh, look at it. Well, wait, do I keep doing it until it comes out of the water? But how long do I do this like this? Oh, my God. Gosh. Way to go, Girl. Are we going to put him back? Yeah. <sighs> I caught two. Woo-hoo! I mean, that's my favorite part of the end right there. That Excited is, Kiesel? That is bearded former Steeler and woodsy outdoorsman Brett Kiesel yelling rainbow at Sally Wigan after she catches a rainbow <sighs> trout. Rainbow! I caught two. Woo-hoo! 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 I mean, find somebody in your life that is excited as Brett Kiesel is when Sally Wigan catches a rainbow trout. That is tonight, 10 p.m. Chronicle, WTAE, Sally Wigan in the outdoors. 96.1. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It's the uh, morning freak show. Uh, more Maroon 5 tickets later this afternoon with Tall Kathy. If you win those, you're also qualified to meet the uh, band when they come for a 96-1 Kiss show. That's next Saturday yes. at the arena. Yes, that's the yes. same night as Ed Sheeran, right? Ed uh-huh. Sheeran at P- uh, PNC Park, and then Maroon 5 is at the arena. Same night, next Saturday, right? Wow. Well, which one are we going to? Well, we'll sneak into one, right? Well, no? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen Ed Sheeran live. Not that I've seen Maroon 5. I don't think... Have we seen Maroon 5? I think I've seen... Man, I have the worst memory. I I do. I've definitely never seen Ed live. Uh, I mean, he's actually come up to the station, though, and sang before. So, I mean, (laughs) we have seen him sing live before. Yeah, yeah. Like, before he was super huge and selling out arenas and everything like that. He's, He's hung out at the station before and played for a group of, like, 20 people. But, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen, like, a full-blown Ed Sheeran tour stop show before. No. We don't go to a lot of shows. For being uh, on a radio station, me and you musically don't have the urge, I guess, to go to many shows. I don't know. It's got to be something real special for me to leave my house. It was uh, Taylor. Uh, we're leaving our house tonight. We're finally going to Top Golf tonight. I we can't are. wait for that. We are. What's that in Bridgeville, right over there? That uh-huh. Top Golf thing. 
We're going with our friends at Armina Stone. Ooh, Armina Stone. I can't wait to just watch you golf. Yeah, I'm not because, really good. No, but you can hit a golf ball so far. Yeah. But, man, not, you not, cannot hit it straight. Yeah, not good at aiming. 10 p.m. tonight, Sally Wigan Outdoors, WTAE Chronicle. Uh, freak Show question of the day before we get out of here. This will be with Tall Kathy around 5.30. Question of the day is maybe the greatest one of all time, okay? Mm-hmm. Does Oscar the Grouch wear pants? Answer's no. 5.30 with Tall Kathy. Freak Show question of the day. The answer is no. Oscar the Grouch doesn't wear pants. And that can... Like he jumped, he we've seen him jump out of the can. He doesn't wear pants. Oscar Grouch doesn't. Wear pants. No pants. Again, I know everybody's talking about Bert and Ernie and their orientation, or Bert and Ernie gay or not. Let's let's talk about how many how many Muppets wear pants. Oh, but Muppets, you know they don't. Yeah, but some Muppets wear pants and mm-hmm. some don't. There's something going on. Explain here. that. Oscar the Grouch doesn't wear pants. All right. Uh, if you missed anything, get caught up on the podcast on the free iHeartRadio app. Anything else we got to tell the kids before you go? Okay, everybody, have a good day. Ryan Seacrest. Bye-bye. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Jimmy Fallon is coming in.